Geek Shock. Geek Shock. Geek Shock. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, It's like a formula. <laughs> That's it. Sets him into a fit of It's like a Mad Lib now. It is. It's just a Sets Mad Lib. blank into a fit of <laughs> Welcome, folks. It is Geek Shock. Hey. They need those cheesy romance novels. Geek Shock number 100. What? 100? We have, we have made it, I guess. This is this is called yeah, success. We, made it. Like we reached the century mark, kid. It's all downhill from here. Yeah. I don't celebrate numbers in decimal. Once you're ripe, you start to rot. That's when it, it, yeah. hexadecimal for me. I'll celebrate episode 256. Well, it's my <laughs> promise. This is my promise to you, folks. Uh, so many people, when they reach 100, they do retrospectives and they kind of just wank off the show for a little while. Uh, we're not going to do that. Good, no. because there's plenty of uh, news that happened out there, and. Uh, so I don't want to take up your precious time if you want to know. But first, the best here's a few great moments. <laughs> <laughs> Shall we run through all the great moments? It'll take about a minute. Remember this when this happened? Oh, do you remember? I do, because I was in jail when it happened. Jail. And there's uh, Stop Smokeski. Where are the, where are the uh, M&Ms? Listen, I would love <laughs> to be here already. for a time for the show, but 100th show, I can't be here. Fuck you. There's a Momra. I will be leaving because this is some bullshit. (laughs) 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 Bullshit. It's it's amusing that you give this to us because uh, I I put the call out there for if you wanted Paul to do an impression. Oh, Oh, yes. Yes, he sure did. I actually got Uh, some responses. Yeah, a fellow named Mark uh, said, I'd like to ask the master of mimicry to do his amazing impersonation of Leo DiCaprio. As he is not here, Paul will do it. (laughs) (laughs) Leo. All right, Leonardo DiCaprio. Rose! 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 What the fuck is this? Rose! 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 Oh my god. Rose! I know there's another one. Very nice, very nice, very nice. Uh, Terrible. He he actually requests two. Okay. Uh All right, so. Uh, also, please do a minute, a full minute. Oh boy! What impersonation of Barry Rob, aka Barry the Gay Computer Tech? Funny. He says for funny? one full minute, it pleases <laughs> me. Guy. It pleases him. <laughs> Dance, monkey. Damn. Uh, hey, Dance what, what, what? What's going on? What's wrong with your computer? Oh, move, 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 move. I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm gonna fix your computer. Move, move. All right. Okay. 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 Move, move, move. move. Oh, oh, oh! My hair is all on the, on the keyboard. Oh, oh! Look how it's all on the keyboard. Whoa! Oh, what is on your keyboard? Oh, 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 oh. oh okay, okay. Move, move, move. Hey, give me some coffee. Why don't you give me some coffee? Oh, oh, oh! Have anything to drink in here? Oh, oh! What's wrong with you? Oh, 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 oh. What are you putting on here? Look, look how much shit is on your fucking front page. Oh, 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 oh. Look at this garbage. Oh, who puts all this garbage on here? Who puts all this garbage on here? What's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Oh, oh. Hey, you got any cocks around here? You got some cocks? Cause I'm all gay and stuff. Oh, Barry. Blah blah blah. Hey, whoa, whoa, what's going on? What's going on? Okay, well, you know what? You, you need to reset your hard drive. You need to reset your hard drive. And you need to reset your hard drive. What the fuck's wrong with you? Get the fuck out of here. Oh, where's this? Is a mouse? Is this a mouse? What is wrong with this mouse? Who bought you this mouse? Who bought you? I don't know. Who bought it? I don't know. Who bought you this mouse? Oh. And minute. Very nice. Wow. There you go, Mark. It pleases me, too. 
I, I look in the mirror, I say that to myself, and I cry. How many proxies did you hide behind, Paul, to send in that request? No, nope, no. Nope. I, I, that's my buddy Mark from uh, from the uh, lovely improv troupe Happy Hour. Ah. He performs every Monday at uh, the set, which is my uh, place where I vent my... His home away from home. My comedy frustrations. It's wonderful. Uh, yes, Happy Hour, real great little improv troupe around town. They're doing stuff, and uh, it's awesome. Coached them a couple times. They're they're really coming into their own. They're doing some really good work. So thank you, Mark. And he's a big supporter of the show. He's always pimping our stuff on the thank Facebook. Thank you, Mark. So, yeah. I got another email here. This is actually one that got kind of lost. So this was sent to us a little while back, but I want to respond to it. Uh, it says, uh, this is from uh, J-Man. I would also like a pair of gay plastic man glasses. <laughs> they were pretty gay. And that uh, Spider-Man Turn Off the Dark is a giant turd. Don't go see it, but I bet it'll make a lot of money shirt. Now, I listened to the, the latest Geek Shock, which was about two weeks ago, according to this, uh, this email, and neither of us happened to live in L.A., so I was wondering if The Rack has a website, and if you, if you will ever make the Spider-Man turn off the dark shirt. I don't know. Oh, the Rack does not have... Oh, the Rack has a website. It does. Uh, the sure Onyx Theater it. has a website okay. as well. You can look, just search uh, Onyx Las Vegas, uh, The Rack. You can find it. You can find info there. We've been doing that show there for almost six years now. Um, and uh, so you can see the set every Monday night, 8 o'clock. If you're in Las Vegas and you want something fun to do, come on down to the Commercial Center and get your crazy on. Um, just don't linger around there afterward. Because <laughs> you get shot. Or do. No, there's the green door. No, you'll, be you'll get laid, but you'll, not shot. You'll get shot and then with laid. man goo. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but that's your own personal choice. Um, no one's going to force it on you. Uh, but, uh, yeah. And as far as the T-shirt goes, that's up to uh, marketing genius Barry Rob. You get nothing. Uh, what? You get thought, nothing. You send in cold hard cash, you get T-shirt. I thought that was the deal we were working on. Yeah. You, you want us? You, the, the shirts are coming, folks. I promise. <laughs> I'm getting yeah. the machine this week. So. Oh, yeah. really? Awesome. Yes. So nice. And uh, shirts are coming. Look, look forward to that. Uh, we will take. Custom orders, if you want, but it will cost you For a one pretty million dollars. <laughs> exactly. As soon as I figure I say, out you know, how, I, how good the t-shirt machine works and everything, mm -hmm. then there will be a flood of. You designs. know what? Go cafe press that fucking thing. Do it. <laughs> take take it and run. Make one of those t-shirts. That'd be awesome. We didn't TM that. I also asked no, uh, some of our shit. opinions. <laughs> uh, some opinions. What are our opinions on uh, Halo Reach? Loved it. Haven't finished it. You know, yeah, I like the I like the multiplayer. Yeah, you know, I campaign. didn't play much. I played a, I played a little bit, and then I found other things. Yeah, I like that it's a multiplayer campaign. Well, I played the game all the way through, like within two days. Watch so. the videos online. <laughs> Gears of War three. How you feeling? Uh, Super I'm excited about it. I'm yeah, yeah. What what gets you on this? What what makes you say Have yes? Have you seen that fucking Lancer bonus pack? Is that is that what's doing it for <laughs> you? Yes, I want that dumb thing. I don't know if I'm going to do it because I got He Man figures to buy in September. But it's really tempting to get a hundred dollar fucking fake gun. That's I'm, true. I'm I'm looking forward to more classic lines like more like ten shit tons. <laughs> more like ten shit tons. Yeah. And uh Bioshock uh Infinite. Supposedly it is already getting word of game of show for E three. Yeah? Yep. It's uh it's pretty. Boys are pretty. It's supposed to be awesome. I uh I really liked uh the first Bioshock. I still have not 
really started the second one because I put but, so much time into the first But the, the second one. one truly isn't a sequel. No, it's a no, different no. It's kind of like a mirror it's, universe one, yeah, really, when it comes down to it. It's a team. It's blah. Yeah, this, uh, this one's the actual Bioshock 2, same original team. It's like the Modern Warfare thing. But yeah, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll so. play it. Don't get me wrong. I'll reserve judgment. And uh, PS, the reason the PS3's network is down is because it is overwatched by none other than the Yars Revenge development team. (laughs) So thank you, J-Man. Sorry I didn't get to the email earlier. It's no uh, joke. It's no joke. Mental retardation, (laughs) severe mental retardation in the game development community is a rampant problem, and we need to solve it. (laughs) Do what you can. You know what? We should do an interview with, uh, with Bleeg about that. About well, having his his personal experiences yeah, in that I, I happen to know for a fact that as soon as he graduated from game designer school, his IQ dropped a solid 30 points, pushing 35. Why? Is he working on that development team? Uh, no, I just... He drools somewhere. a lot more now. <laughs> start somewhere. Todd Agnello Todd drools. I said Todd Agnello, <laughs> functioning tard. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> He's like the one, you know, you, they, they work in like the bakery and all, and it's good. <laughs> they well, work in the bank. <laughs> now, they uh, work in game development. How much longer for the cooking? Because anyone can do it. <laughs> how much longer till the cookies are done? I just I put the, the cookies in. Which, which Xbox Live which called, Why cookies? did I buy this? Which 12 cookies Man, did we put in first? craptastic. Which 12 cookies did we put in first? These cookies are brown. Oh. These cookies are not brown. Which Damn, one's Jeff, up? You're going for the M&M. Wow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Didn't He's getting ready. Woo. Which Jeff one did we I'm, put in? I'm first? preparing myself because I may have to wrangle Paul tonight. Oh, uh, Jeff and his uh, M&Ms Ooh. of anger are, are here. Well, you know what? I'm going to start talking about our geeky stuff we did. I just want to throw a little thing out there. Um, uh, earlier this week, I had an unauthorized use of my uh, credit card. Oh, no. On, on, uh, for buy.com for like 350 bucks. Now, like, why would that be a geeky uh, thing, Because Todd? that's the one that was attached to the PSN Network. Oh! oh! Dum, dum, Tragedy hits home. And it's not... Uh, <laughs> and it's not... Uh, uh, I don't use that card for too many things, so it's easy to kind of track where that's Yikes. going. So it's... Oh. it's I can't say 100%, but I'd say like 90% How'd that you that's catch what it? happened. Uh, I have it set up so that they notify me when a large purchase happens. Yeah. And uh, I have to say, oh, my credit card company, I'll throw it cool out there. about it. Discover are like super quick and just working with this saying, you don't have to worry. We got this. We, it has automatic fraud protection. You don't have to buy that extra shit like all the other cards That's do. That's nice. So bless them. I just want to shout that out for them being so cool. Well, way to go, Discover. This portion Here, of the Ugly Couch Show's Geek Shock brought to you by Discover Cards. So, Discover the possibilities. So for all mom. the words out there, everybody trying to be uh, pacified by saying, don't worry, mo- credit cards aren't really being affected. Bullshit. Um, well, they kind of are. There you go. Done. Just dun, a thought. Dun. Now, can you Good be 100% reporting. certain that it is Sony's... Um, Hack that that this got Un- unless Netflix got hacked and uh, they're not reporting it. Yeah. All right. Oh my God, Netflix! I just got my credit score raped. What can I do? My goddamn thing. But I will say, uh, so, uh, Sony put out for anybody who has an account f- uh, prior to April twentieth, anywhere prior, they are paying for one year of the super solid identity theft protection service. Yeah, I saw that. So, oh yeah, I already signed up for that. It's already done deal. But uh, so I mean, Sony's doing what they can, but man, they they just got clobbered. They just really got clobbered. Yeah. So, so protect your accounts, folks. You PS3 users. It's horrible. It's, it makes me sad, sad, sad. It does, and because uh, it's got to, it's just gonna hurt. I mean, the trust. 
a lot of people are going to get affected by that. Yeah. Any other geeky things you do this week besides a build a spell uh, spell jammer ship, Barry? <laughs> Man, I'm so happy. I finally got a chance this is Memorial Day to run a what is it, a six hour game? D and D? Is was is that six? what it was? It felt so much longer. Well, you, oh <laughs> Your ass was falling asleep. Because you were tired to begin with, because I woke your ass up early in the morning. But I think it was around six or so. Yeah. And uh, it was good. We finally got a lot done. It's it's nice. I haven't played that long D and D a game since uh, college, early college. Yeah, same here. Yeah, but I uh, built a spell jammer ship out of like paper craft and stuff. Used foam, foam, and paper. <laughs> it was neat. Multiple levels. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. My geek is deep. Yeah. Your geek is very. He's deep. becoming a full-on craft hobbyist. Ugh. Yeah, it's bad. <laughs> You're building towers. Disgust is yeah. the right response. We're going to find Barry Rob gay programmer's Etsy page real soon. Can you put an image of that, uh, of the Spelljammer ship up? I will. You should. You should. I'll, you put a lot of work into that. Be you proud of share that. that with Be proud of that. I'm not done with it. That's what the guy who was chewing on your penis said. <laughs> That's lame. That's what the guy who's chewing on your penis <laughs> said. Your joke is lame. That's what the guy who was chewing on the your penis The words that are said. coming out of your mouth are lame. That's what the guy who was chewing on your penis said. That doesn't said. mean anything. That's uh. what the guy who was chewing on your penis oh, said. Uh, but it sounded more like... <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, no, I want a relationship. <laughs> I mean, for the record, fuck you. But <laughs> <laughs> Any other geekiness out there, Joan? Well, for, for Barry and Paul, I did finally see Thor, so feel free to do your Sam Jackson as... Uh, <laughs> well, I'm gonna, we're so sorry we spoiled it for you. Yeah, your heart's content. I was pissed off. I was like, they're not talking about popcorn. <laughs> it was nothing. It was nothing like what we did, which was Sam funny. Sam Jackson is Nick Fury I as a random scientist. That really made me laugh Begin. my butt off. <laughs> I really enjoyed that last week. Well, Thor, Thor was all right. If there is no other geeky really happenings, well, I, guys. I, I, I beat really Portal 2 finally, which I love. It, it was, it, was so everything good. you wanted it to be? So I just, good. I just got mine today. It's so good. Is the cake still alive? It's just the goddamn best game. It's a great game. It's a great... I can't wait for Portal 3. Like, I'm already like, oh, Portal 3. Portal 3 is going to be... Oh, oh. That's quite yeah. an adjective. <laughs> yeah, I did. Do you need a to be more specific. Now? Portal 3, what I think is going to happen with Portal 3, I don't know. The tools and things that they have in this second game are so expansive already that I just can't. I, number one, I can't. I can't possibly imagine what extra stuff they'll bring to three. But also, I think that three, if anything, would be the opportunity for them to try and implement some kind of construction system. Oh, I wonder if they could do it on console. I'm. Sh- I mean, you know, the PC mod yeah. community's been going bonkers with the stuff forever. Sure. I mean, there's been portal guns in Half Life Two for years now. And bless them for it. But uh, yeah, and I'm all for that. But I would love to see them try and do something similar to that. On piece on console, but it wouldn't be possible. A lot of that stuff is just they just can't get past the rules of like Xbox Live and the stuff that yeah, Microsoft. Yeah, sure. Put in Same reason why they can't put MMOs on Xbox Live because Microsoft won't let it happen. Yep. Yeah, and I get it. I get it. But uh, it just it's a great, great game. Great game. It could show up on PS3 though. Yeah, those kinds of tools would be possible on PS3. I don't know. It's the kind of thing to bring the bring the people back. It'd be right. nuts. It'd be nuts. And I mean, if any company could do it and do it well, it'd be them. But uh, to try and get a set of intuitive controls from manipulating that world would be... That would be a little rough with be that a, controller. But would Sony be running but, that MMO? 
But but it'd be crazy. Boo. Sweet. On the other side of that, you can plug a keyboard and mouse into yeah, a, into a no, PlayStation Three. Yeah, so it'd you be can possible. use it. It'd be possible, but it'd be just. Oy. I mean, I I did Doom mods way back in the day. I used oh, no. to build Doom levels way back in the day, and that's as close as I ever got to that kind of programming stuff. But man, oh. Sony Online Entertainment ruined MMOs for me for a while. I don't think I would so readily jump back into the arena where Sony is running. What games. did you play? Galaxy. Galaxies. Oh, well, yep, yeah. I knew that was coming. Burned forever. Pretty much. And that can only bring us to news you don't give a shit about. Yay! There we go. The Century Edition. All right. Uh, uh, last night in Argentina was the off, 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 off Broadway deb- debut of a new stage musical based on Hanna Barbera cartoon superstars. Tom and Jerry Live opened this weekend at Teatro Lola Membreves, go, Buenos Aires. Go to hell. <laughs> it will then travel to theaters in Chile and Peru during 2011. According to the show's website, this is the description. Under the direction of Leandro Panetta, Tom, Jerry, Spike, and the gang go on stage recreating classic cartoons with songs, chases, jokes, games, and stunts. Tom and Jerry travel from opera to medieval times, then run and chase from the living room to the garden. Actors, dancers, singers, and acrobats on stage guide the public to this magical world where friendship is always the result of each and every encounter uh, persecution. Encounter persecution. Wow. Okay. Friendship after encounter persecutions. Friendship? Uh, Friendship? Could they really just not get cats to come to town? I mean... There goes your itchy and scratchy live idea, Paul. Actually, it brings his itchy and scratchy live closer. I mean... He would do it. If they'll do Tom and Jerry... And isn't this like Tom and Jerry and Ice? Haven't they done that? Yeah. No, there's no ice involved on this one. Oh, (laughs) snap. Nah. I it's think there was a, a hand. I a think mouse. a while back there was like a <laughs> Hanna Barbera live. It's a cat ice. chasing a mouse. What could they do on stage? They never sung and danced. They never did that. And they're not really friends when it comes down. No, to they did sing and dance in the cartoons a few times. Jerry's a little asshole. He really is. Tom's oh, a, Tom's a douchebag. Yeah. Hey, you know, uh, itchy, itchy it's just rename a douchebag an asshole. The yeah, that <laughs> that'll be our musical, guys. <laughs> Ugly Couch Show presents. Douchebag Paul Madding on ice. Barry Rob. It's got to be on ice. <laughs> Douchebag yes, asshole on ice. Paul and Barry on ice. That <laughs> would be a thing to see. <laughs> that flowing hair and Paul trying to skate. That would, be, that would crack me up right there. <laughs> I'm an asshole. You're a douchebag. You can go inside of me. You're an asshole. I'm a douchebag. Sit on me and we will see. Squirt, squirt, squirt goes the douchebag up inside the hole. Then squirt, squirt, squirt goes the douche stuff that went up inside the hole, out of the hole. Yay! Okay, I take it back. Yeah. I don't want to watch it. All right. Uh, there it is. I'm done. Okay, so we've got the dick and we've got. All right, the moving on. <laughs> Waiting the fart, ladies and gentlemen. Question though. <laughs> yes. In in the vein of the itchy and scratchy Broadway, have they ever done horror? Not fucking Dracula singing and shit. The horror, horror. Well, we talked about Broadway. Carrie the musical last week. Yeah. Evil Dead the musical, buddy, yeah, which is coming to Vegas. Funny. My buddy Nug did did the Evil Dead musical in That's Toronto funny. for two years. It was awesome. It's horror though. It's Funny. It's coming to Vegas. Yeah. You can't tell me yeah. Army of the Onyx. Awesome. Evil Dead is horror. I think at the Little Theater, or maybe the Onyx. Okay. I can't remember. Either way, yeah, I'm let there. Us know. Multiple yeah. nights. Yeah, I saw it. I saw an ad for it. I was like, oh. 
ads already. Brilliant. Yeah. All right, well, there's uh, good news for all you Riddick fans out there. Good news, everyone. Carry on. It seems that Vin Diesel's <laughs> career back is back on the rise, so there's a plan to make a Pitch uh, pitch Black into a trilogy. Boo! Uh, there's a catch. I like Pitch Black. You would. Pitch Black was fine, but yeah. the Chronicles of Riddick was stupid. Yeah, so, it was yeah, pretty it was dumb. Kind of dumb. Uh, the catch is that Vin's asking his fans for some advice. He recently wrote on his Facebook... Retired? Grrr. DT, the writer and director, just landed in New York with the good news. We can start filming this summer. However, there is a catch. In order for us to make a true R-rated film, I must work for scale up front. Not unlike the Find Me Guilty experience, which I wouldn't have changed for the world. Money is always second art, integrity, and spirit. But the real issue is deeper. Can I suspend my life to momentarily venture to that dark place called Riddick, now I need to hear from our collective. You, wisdom and clarity appreciated. So, can you help answer uh, Mr. Diesel whether he should work for scale plus probably a percentage of the profits? You should work for acting lessons. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, that was well written. Obviously, the, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons helps yeah. in, yes. in his He's writing. He's a very well. smart guy. Yeah. And he makes a fuck ton of money. And that's that's. And actually, it's kind of funny because what he's saying, as far as I know, that's actually rapidly becoming the new standard, because of the way films have been running lately, mm-hmm. yep. and star power isn't like it used to be. There's a lot less money up front. Right. And then when you stars. read the Hollywood Economist, uh, you'll that book. Uh, I'll check out the Ugly Cover Show. Great review. The. Uh, mm-hmm. That part of the profits ends up getting uh, yeah. whitewashed. Yeah. So that even though I, they made a profit, they show that it didn't. Yeah. I read the section yeah. on Crazy. Uh, accounting and wow. He should uh, work for scale and take a point. The point of. Uh, no. Oh, he I was know, going for there. it. Almost went there. All right. <laughs> yeah, I watched some interview with him the other day, and he is a big goofball. Oh yeah. I mean. Oh, he's he's a fun. Every, love, that's the thing is, I I I can't not yeah. Dislike the guy. He's a yeah. cool guy. Yeah, he's, he's a, a nerd. nerd. And it's cool it's nerd. so weird because like every I I had never really seen an interview with him, and he just every role he plays is deep dark voice and he's all business and his stern look on his face, but he had this kind of high pitched voice and he was chuckling and laughing about everything in this interview and just being a complete and total goofball. I'm like, wow, this guy is not at all. Like any of the characters he was. Well, he's a lot like the pacifier. I think that was the closest to home. I yeah. never saw that one. Well, you're missing out, my friend. No. <laughs> yeah, I think not. <laughs> Quality cinema right there. I'm a douchebag. You're an asshole. <laughs> Get inside of me. What All will right. happen when a you... Douchebag? You can use it on, a, on an asshole. I guess technically you can. I, you know what, Paul? He said asshole in the douchebag. That's true, which I don't which, recommend. Yeah. Oh, I did tell the asshole to get in the douchebag, yes, didn't I? Yes, you did. Well, guess what? That's, that's what the, I get for paying attention that's to That's the second half of the act. Oh, that's, that's the twist. That's, 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 yeah, that's the Shyamalan part. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, the douchebag gets in the asshole, but then the asshole gets in the douchebag. Oh, green-lighted, green-lighted, this is it. Yeah, yeah. Devil 2 Don't from the mind Shyamalan of M. Night Shyamalan. I wonder what his walk-on would be. Assholes in a douchebag. <laughs> All I can imagine... The He's, diaphragm, I believe. 
Well, he's brown, so he can be asshole. If you're playing at home, drink. Okay, yeah. News you don't give a shit about. M. Night Shyamalan. Fox Studios is pressing ahead with a search for a director for The Wolverine. Wolverine! And the list is long. Now, who did we lose for The Wolverine? That was... Who was directing before? Yeah, that uh, the guy that did Pie, Aronofsky. Oh, was he doing? Yeah, it? he was the guy who was in for charge for a new one for the the sequel to really? Wolverine, the one that was. And he cool. left. Yeah, he left because uh, he was going to be away from his family for too long. Oh yeah, Aww. nice excuse. He was going to film in Japan, right? Because it's going to be terrible. So we now have the list of the directors to take Aronofsky's place. Uh, guys, you are the Fox Studio heads. Here we go. Uh, give me a yay or nay for uh, Doug Lipman. Nay. Remind me what they did. Uh, yeah, right. Doug, uh, Doug Lipman did uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. How about no? Nay. Okay, then how about uh, Justin Lin? Fast Wait. Five. Nay. Actually, you know what? Fine. <laughs> that one gets your approval? Fine. Mr. and Mrs. Smith wasn't a bad movie. It was a good one. It was good, and this one's supposedly set in Japan, so you've got the whole yeah. him and what's her name? Keiko. Is it Keiko, her Lady name? Death Wolverine. Girl? Yeah. That's right. It's not yeah, Keiko. What is her name? Mariko. Mariko. Mariko, yeah. She Does she become Lady Deathstrike? I don't know. In She's some timelines, right? I, can't even I don't even care. She dies. Okay. Oh, wow. Damn it. Zing. Oh. Zing. Well, who's what? Lady Deathstrike? Another love interest of the Wolverine, of, of freaking <laughs> Logan gets who's, killed? Who's Lady Deathstrike? She's involved. Uh, That's Mariko. No. In some things it is, isn't it? I, I don't think so. In the cartoon, I think it was. Do you know? Write to us. Comments at UglyCouchShow.com. Who cares? Who else have we got to direct We're the turkey? people who care. The people who are listening to this podcast care. I don't care Both about of that them. person. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Antoine Fuqua. That's his training day. I know Fuqua. <laughs> I don't... Don't don't even. No, don't even. Uh, no. Fuqua better than his Fuqua. Order in the court. Oh. Um, post a bench, Mr. Fuqua. I, I, I would, I would if say, you're playing at home, drink. I would say yes, just because the name's cool. Yeah. <laughs> well, then there's James Mangold. How about that for a cool name? Yeah. This is the guy that did Girl Interrupted in 310 to Yuma. N- no. I, 310 to Yuma's good. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, it was pretty good. Mark Romanek of Never Let Me Go. He mostly did music videos. What? Oh, Romanek, yes, yes. He did uh, Perfect Drug. Oh, this, so there's your... Oh, yep. so, okay. So, because of Nine Inch Nails... That's a great fucking video! That's all right. <laughs> Romanek got skills for bill paying. I'm uh, all for Gavin it. O'Connor, who did Warrior. Okay. And uh, uh, Jose Padilla, who did Elite Squad 1 and 2... What is that? Jose Padilla did... What does he say do? It's something else. Elite but so far, the lead seems to be Gary Shore. Uh, Gary Shore is the guy who directed, well, Wolverine Origins. <laughs> <laughs> same, okay. same guy. Are they getting him cheap? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, well, Probably. I mean, you know, it made enough money. They'll put him back in the saddle again. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Boy, what that a was terrible a, fucking movie. Yeah, it it made money because it had Wolverine's name that on it. That video game is so good. Well, there it is. God, there. that game is so good. But it's not Don't about help the their movie. argument, Barry. No, it's true. They made money because of Wolverine's I'm, name I'm, on it. And the next one is going to not do so well because everyone thought Randy. Origins sucked. Uh, news you don't give a shit about. Majesco revealed the existence of Hulk Hogan's main events for Microsoft Connect. Uh, developed by Panic oh, Button. Man. Players can expect to emulate the famed poses of the wrestling star. Oh, oh. 
Learn over 30 of his combos across nine different environments. Create oh, your own man. wrestling character and wield damaging objects, including metal chairs wield and ladders. Wield damaging objects. <laughs> there it is. Oh, man. I can totally see Paul I'll and, play this uh, your and Skills playing that right now. Oh, that would be fun, actually. Well, it says the game supports two-player tag team. Oh, yeah. A tag team. They're never going to let it be versus because they don't want to get blamed for babies killing each other. Because that's what happens. Babies watch WWF and they go, oh, put your face in the concrete. And that's Tom. how Backyard Wrestling was born. Oh, you're right. I should encourage this game. Without this game, we'll have no more broken fluorescent light bulbs on people's faces. Oh, what, what, are are you gonna gonna do, do? what are you going to do when Hulkamania Runs shits on your carpet? Hulkamania <laughs> 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 shits on your carpet. Now that's a I just, please, you do in these please. real 12-inch pythons. The one thing I do not want to see is Paul tearing off his shirt. <laughs> it's going like to happen. Hulk Hogan. I don't want to see it's gonna that. It's going to happen. I like <laughs> When it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. The music is in tonight. Gotta take a stand and don't have to hide. He knows it works. True Hulkamania. I'm the thing that walks with bees. Bees? With bees. I'm a real American. Cook my eggs in a frying pan. That's a lyric. I am a real American. Drink every night, pee and then fight. Before got the turkey, go back to the store. All right, I'm shutting this down. All right, that's it. No more. That's all I can take. News you don't give a shit about. GameStop. Wants to make sure you're taken care of if you buy a PC game from its site. Okay. Uh, and say you buy it, then you lose, and then you need to re-download it. The seller is kind enough to add download insurance to your cart automatically, just in case you forgot to pick it up yourself before you check out. Oh. Whoa. Reddit posts a complaint from a user who was charged $3.95 to insure his $4.99 game. Ah. <laughs> The insurance lasts 18 months, after which you're presumably out of luck and you lose the download. <laughs> what a bunch of crap. Kotaku notes that the download service Steam lets users re-download games which are tied to their account without Forever. attempting to charge them for this insurance nonsense. Wow. You know, that's uh, not exactly like, but uh, a lot of websites are doing that now when you do purchases. When I did, when Auto I purchased- insurance? When I well no not auto insurance but I was purchasing my my airline ticket to go back home. No, no I mean automatic insurance. No, no, no. I'm just saying like, but the, with the the websites doing that automatic um, progressive stuff. Progressive that, is that, what he's saying. That's what I said. Progressive. Yeah. Progressive. Good story. All state. Progressive. Anyway, they had By the like way, a whole on bunch the expiration of, thing. You I have to remember this. to like uncheck it, like because like as you're as you're cashing out, exactly. Yeah, it's you have to like, oh, what? This is that. already checked for me. On and the expiration thing that reminds me of something I read earlier this week. Um, somebody was blogging about. Uh, I don't know what the company is. Uh, Rupert Murdoch owns some set of uh, uh, book publishers. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And yeah. um, the e-publishing arm of it is going to give e-copies of books to libraries, you know, for yes, libraries yes, to yes. give out, with a 26-read lifespan. 26-read lifespan? Exactly. You, you buy the book, your library will be able to loan it out 
26 times. I don't know the exact logistics. They have to rebuy it. And then you have to rebuy it. That's a dick move. Yippers. Wow. So, and I, I, I should have sent you that link, actually. Wow. By the way, yeah. this podcast has uh, a five-listen limit. If you'd uh, <laughs> like to listen more, you must click the donate button. So and then that puts go. you in the queue. Yeah. And then you have you have in listen insurance. Right. Then you can listen for ten yeah. times more. Get in line with all the other people donating. That way if like your computer shuts We're real backed up. If your computer shuts down, it puts you right back in the queue, the automatic insurance. It's only fourteen ninety nine automatic. Oh yes. boy. Just click the donate button. I you gotta wish. put in fourteen ninety nine. I no, I don't wish. Yeah. I don't and while that. you're waiting for that to download, you'll get a streaming story from Jeff about his latest plane flight to Kansas. <laughs> And Paul will sing to you poorly. What? Paul doing backups to Jeff's story. What? Awesome. I'll sing only Kansas songs. <laughs> While I relate my horrible trip back home last October. Yeah. There you go. And finally, news you don't give a shit about. Did anybody here see uh, Skyline, the science fiction yes. film? Uh, no. Didn't, uh, you're the only one? Yes. Skyline, yeah, like Skyline. the like the chili. No, like the people getting sucked up into Hold the sky on. with the, the UFOs. Chili? That's a Cincinnati <laughs> That's, chili. It's a regional thing and it's awesome. Oh, okay. Super Although, awesome. don't be misled. The classic three-way isn't what you think. <laughs> <laughs> However, the five-way is. Yes. <laughs> Turns out the five-way is totally all about fucking <laughs> and four chili. other people. And no, chili. I saw Skyline. It was. Horrible. Well, uh, Japanese distributor of Skyline is releasing and giving away a Skyline-themed sex toy. Oh, boy. Well, look at this. Here we are. It's the first sci-fi <laughs> Tenga. Does anybody here know what a Tenga is? That no, is a boob pillow. No. No. That is a, <laughs> a wiener disguise that makes your penis look like a geisha doll. No. No, less, but less get guess. closer. That is a jar... Into which you defecate, tie up in a bow, and give to the girl me. that you want to marry. Yes. yes Yay! That's what it is. Yes. No! No, a tenga is basically a, uh, a, a Japanese fleshlight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <gasps> <laughs> Look at your face! Wow, you're so excited about that. But how could you tell if it was sideways? Oh, have man. a drink. Oh, my God. Uh, drink up, Have folks. another shot, folks. Smoking uh, a big All you got to do is turn an American one on oh, its side. Uh, Tenga. Yeah. So there's another shot. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Audience is going to be stoned. So, wow. Oh, you have a description geez. of the Tenga in there? What about uh, you pretty much nailed it with the Japanese fleshlight. No, this thing is crazy. I saw this on Geekology, and I had to look at this. Like, okay, what the hell is this crazy thing? <laughs> And you put in your, your exact mether, measurements, uh, length, girth. Metherment? Metherment, metherment. <laughs> you put in your metherment. Your metherment. <laughs> and you put in your pingy. Um, <laughs> you put in your measurements, and then it selects the one that's just right for you. It's crazy. Man, I, I was on there, and I claimed to be, I ordered one. I claimed to be really small, and I got it, and I was like, yeah! And then when I was on it, I was like, oh, it's so difficult to insert my giant cock into this tiny vajay. This is how you make yourself feel better. That's it. That's how I compensate. I'm like, That's his fantasy But it was world. a tenga, so he was using the horrible Asian racist voice. <laughs> how you like that? Tenga. So what makes this thing associated with the with the movie? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you were saying, Todd? Yeah. 
Well, according to Dan Brown, Atenga has collaborated with fashion brands and other companies to put out similar promo goods before, but this is the first time they've made them to push a film. Uh, Tenga is known for its, quote, suction power, and there are scenes in Skyline where humans get sucked up by aliens, so that's the flimsy logical. <laughs> really? Good God. <laughs> Is there like an alien head on the back where after you ejaculate, it goes, thank you. <laughs> wow. No, thank, but there should be. Thank you. The movie sucks. <laughs> so is that. Perfect timing. <laughs> and that's I, all the news you don't give a shit about. I am an uh, alien who loves jizz. Well, I got one more news you don't g- give a shit about. Oh, oh right. I got uh, Clay Back, uh, Blackwell yes. um, yeah. worked yeah, at right. Star Trek with us, fellow yeah, yeah, yeah. actor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's now an MFA student at University of uh, Illinois. Okay. Um, he posted an incredibly interesting thing on Facebook, an excerpt from Michael Pillar's book where he was talking about making Star Trek, making Star Trek okay, movies right. and stuff. And he and uh, Clay or Clay or the person he got this from because he did a copy paste said this is a missing chapter from Pillar's book that Paramount is this doesn't for want the bridge? anybody to see. No, this is a uh, different book. Um, I don't know the title actually, okay. um, but uh, the interesting thing was it talked about it was Pillar published a series of letters between him and um, Rick Berman, uh, Berman and Braga. Holy shit! Oh my God, Patrick I, Stewart. Thank you, asshole. Jesus Christ! I totally like. <laughs> wow, you spaced it. I vapor locked on Patrick Wah. Stewart and discussing Patrick Stewart's problems with the insurrection story. Oh, they, tell us how he made it bad. And uh, well, right, it was uh, funny because it—he uh, didn't quite phrase it that way, but it was an interesting portrait of a of a, a star's power in the whole decision-making process. And actually, what's really funny is you read uh, Stewart's arguments. What he's talking about is actually pretty good. He takes like his custodianship of Next Generation very seriously. I read so. the entire thing, and there were some very good points made by both parties. And Patrick Stewart was really into it, and really yeah. understood the character and and the whole series. And after reading that, you think, "Wow, this is going to be a great film." So it's like, step one, present the idea to Patrick Stewart. Step two, you go back and forth. Step three, Patrick Stewart presents his ideas and to create a better film. Something happens in step four, and then. You shit out the turkey that is insurrection. And Nemesis. What happened in four? Well, basically, they they reshot an old episode. Is what they did. They reshot an old episode. And it was really funny because that was one of Stewart's original criticisms. He's like, he said, "I want us to do a movie." He's like, "How many times have we done these episodes?" Oh my God, Worf is defending his honor. Ooh, Data turns nasty, and I have to kill him. Ah, and it was, it was, it was very interesting exchange. I shared it. It's up there. Um, it I was on the net for a while, yeah. and it got pulled by Paramount, but apparently people are circulating around. Nice. So if you're interested in movie writing and what the fuck goes on, take a look, because it's yeah. a little bit illuminating. Isn't I still don't understand. I was going to say, isn't that similar with what happened with, uh, with Nemesis, too? Cause, uh, oh, my Christ. I, uh, would, I, I wouldn't be surprised. Well, Something about Ren Spiner didn't and it's, it's so funny because I was looking at that and I'm like, am I reading about Insurrection or am I reading about Nemesis? Yeah, because there's a lot of stories like with John Logan and his original script for for uh, for Nemesis. It's weird. And then, you know, 
Patrick Stewart and, and Brent Spiner get involved, and it like completely changed the movie. Because I guess in one of the original scripts, everybody had a doppelganger or something like yeah, that. Yeah. Anyway, there's a lot of crazy Hoodle. stuff like that. But yeah, it's on my Facebook. Cool. If you know how to find it. I don't understand <laughs> what happened with Insurrection. Star Trek Insurrection was billed as something that was close to Heart of Darkness. Yeah, or, right. And, and he mentions that that nothing. falls away in the third act. There's nothing like that at yeah. all. Eh. It turned into the stretchy Baku fight the normal Baku. <laughs> right. <laughs> and that can only bring us to Weekend Geeks. <laughs> Yay! Yay. What do we got? Yeah, well, I put this one close to news don't give a shit about because some of you probably won't, but it's news, so I gotta report it. Activision Blizzard announced the Call of Duty subscription fee service, Call of Duty Elite. I'm sorry, uh, what's the name of that company again? <laughs> Thank you. Activision Blizzard? Activision! <laughs> there it is. I thought we were going with Blizzactivision. Blizzactivision! <laughs> I like Blizzard. What up? Basically, it's a social network for Call of Duty players. Uh, the network will launch its beta this summer, first being implemented with the last November's Call of Duty Black Ops. The full service will be integrated with Call of Duty's next installment, Modern Warfare 3. Activision hasn't yet announced the price, but mentioned that they are projecting it will be less than, quote, fees for comparable online entertainment services, unquote. What will it offer? Good Wait, thing I hate those games. The service offers... Oh, look at that. <laughs> Basic social networking features. <laughs> what you've paid for already. The ability to make groups and clans. What you've paid for already. Participating right. in tournaments. What you've paid for already. Stat tracking. And, already. and the ability to upload videos and screenshots and have users vote on which they feel are the best. Everything Halo provides for free. For the, Facebook. The service also offers in-depth stat tracking, such as heat maps detailing where the player gets shot, the ability to review minute-by-minute by minute progression of a match, as well as aggregate data like which weapons were used to obtain the most kills on a certain map and which the most deaths occur on a map. I will never get the obsessiveness of that game. I'll never get it. They are catering are, this to a very small minority. It does, again, they haven't announced the charge fee. They're not a minority, though, Barry. They, those fools, they make so much money on that thing. There's but so it, many crazy people playing that game. It also, uh, they're planning to allow subscribers access to free map packs that players uh, will ignore while sticking to their favorite originals, whereas <laughs> non-subscribers will have to purchase them separately. So there we go. Activision stated the base game will still ship with regular multiplayer functionality that will not cost a monthly fee. Why don't they just take all the energy that they're putting into this and money and time and just make a better game? It's not a bad game. It's not a bad game, but why? Uh. Yeah, everybody plays it, though. Yeah. <clears throat> I have a friend who was going to California to see a relative, and he said, I got, I, my relative is out of town, but I can get into his house. The servants will let me in. And I was like, servants? Really? And he's like, yeah, well, okay, the servants, they came with the house when he bought the mansion. Mansion? What is your relative? Oh, he was on the original development team for Call of Duty. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Damn. The servants came to the house. The wow. servants like their came furniture, to the house. like well, from uh, Soylent Green. Actually, I think Jeff well, is freaking sweet. I think I think it was more along the lines of you can have this house, but I'd really like mm. you to keep these people yeah, I employed. You. I got gotcha. you, but but still, yeah. Well, Jeff Jeff came with the condo, so there yeah. You go. <laughs> Every night I came with the Toya. Or whatever it's called. The Tenga. The Tenga. <laughs> oh, I came with the Toya. The Toya. You came on the Toya Jackson. Oh, Lord. <laughs> well, that's a fleshlight. <laughs> she is a fleshlight. Oh, 
<laughs> Sony plans to fully restore PSN services in America's Europe PAL territories and Asia, excluding Japan, Hong Kong, and South Korea, by the end of this week. Why are they excluding uh, Hong Kong, South Korea, and Japan? Where you think you know Sony would be popular? I don't know. It's governmental <laughs> stuff. It's caught up in bureaucracy. Yeah. I think it just got booted up this weekend for most of those. I actually know regions. why. I was just seeing if, if you had the oh. full story on it. I, uh, what I heard was that uh, the governments of those countries are not comfortable with Sony's ability to keep information private. What did I just say? <laughs> yeah, but no one likes when you say things. You use bureaucratic <laughs> and red tape. All you're that right. jargon. Mm, you're right. Dude. I used jargon. Yeah, you, you you you're using high school language. We gotta bring oh. it back down. No, it's because he's the boy that cried wolf. We never know if it's gonna go into some crazy, ridiculous <laughs> comedy bit or if he's actually relating. You a see, piece the CEO really likes mayonnaise. It's right. how it's how it's how Oh, here Jeff, we go. Jeff, have some M and M's. Barry with uh, Barry with his, his mayonnaise theories again. <laughs> you know me. I do. It's his favorite lube. <laughs> Ooh, can you imagine Ooh. how sour that would be? That'd be the worst thing that ever happened. Thanks, thanks for that. Thank That's you, great. Barry. What if you What if you sat around all day jacking it to mayonnaise? He does. Put See, mayonnaise. You on would it. have an awful taste of mayonnaise in your mouth. Oh, Wiener's yeah. I'd be like, God damn, what I wouldn't give for some Miracle Whip. <laughs> This is horrible. This mayonnaise is bad. Oh, hot mayonnaise is bad. <laughs> and dangerous. Hot mouth rape mayonnaise is terrible. Oh, you can't get, rape the willing. Uh, it gets but it gets so frothy with each plunge. It's like churning an awful meringue in my mouth. Variety is reporting that David O. Russell, the writer-director behind Three Kings and the recent The Fighter, has left the movie <coughs> adaptation of the Uncharted video game franchise, most likely taking Mark Wahlberg with him. Good. Variety cites creative differences with Sony as the reason why Russell left the project. Uh, his leaving the project over creative differences is interesting because he wasn't exactly knowledgeable of what even the most basic plot of the franchise was. So. Yeah. Good. I think that's yeah, we, we difference. talked about that on the show once, and oh, his yeah. lengthy description of what he thought the movie should be was completely off oh, base. Yeah, something about family completely. and Completely. Yeah. So by creative differences, I mean he's a fucktard, and he doesn't know what he's doing. I can see that meeting right now, and be like, basically, you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Get out of our office. That's it. Differences. That's all. In the take-it-as-you-will category... All uh, will. <laughs> imprisoned for illegally petitioning the government over corruption in his town, the former Chinese inmate known as Liu Dai... Dali, sorry, Liu Dali has told the UK Guardian that in addition to back-breaking manual labor, he and other prisoners were forced to play video games for hours on end. Not yeah. as a form of punishment or leisure activity but because their overseers had assembled a massive gold farming operation ah. wherein they exploited prison labor to earn money playing online games. Yep. Uh, from The Guardian, quote, Prison bosses made more money forcing inmates to play games than they do forcing people to do manual labor, Lou told The Guardian. There were four, 300 prisoners forced to play games. We worked 12-hour shifts in the camp. I heard them say they could earn five to 6,000 RMB. That's about... Uh, 470 pounds a day, so $900 roughly. Uh, we didn't see any of the money. The computers were never turned off. 
If I couldn't complete my work quota, they would punish me physically. They would make me stand with my hands raised in the air, and after I returned to my dormitory, they would beat me with plastic pipes. We kept playing until we could barely see things. Uh, now, gold farming is now extremely widespread in China, where The Guardian reports <laughs> nearly a $2 billion in online currency was traded, accounting for 80% of the world's gold farming. Wow. Hey there, Lou, Dolly. Play this game, Dolly. Oh, you had no. better hope some good loot comes along. That's actually pretty good. <laughs> I said, Lou, Dolly, we'll beat you, Dolly, if you don't fight and take all the gold that you can find. Now, the flip side of it. Oh, this happened in, in the Philippines as well? That's a- <laughs> Have a drink. <laughs> The Telegraph reports that Chinese officials have denied the story, saying that gold farming would allow prisoners to communicate with the outside world, which oh, they would never allow. Help me! I'm not really a dwarf! I'm actually a man stuck in a jail! Please help! Bullshit. Oh, no, I'm, a, I'm not a dwarf, I swear to God! I think you may have just found the thing that'll get Paul to play World of I'm Warcraft. I'm not a level 36 dwarf! I'm a real uh, man stuck in a jail. Oh An God. official at the central office labor camps uh, denied that inmates were forced to play games online. Quote, I have never heard of this. If you want to see for yourself, come to one of our labor camps, he said. The official who declined to give his name. <laughs> come to one of our labor camps. And stay forever. forever. <laughs> what the we, fuck? We do not allow labor camps. We do not allow our inmates to do high-risk <laughs> occupations such as I, coal mining. High-risk? We do not have large numbers of computers, and we do not allow our prisoners to have any contact with the outside world. So the if they were prisoner might be full of shit. If they were playing these online games, they could easily communicate with other people. Please. We would never allow that. Please, I'm not a wizard. <laughs> the story is so fucking weird. What? Why would you make that up? Oh, That's I'm the weird thing man. about the, if the prisoner is bullshitting. It's like where to? Where? Are you? No, I don't want a cyber. I want to get out of here. Unless I think we need to go I think we need to take a field trip to our labor camp in China. Yeah, really. Ugly couch show goes to a Chinese <laughs> no. labor camp. I don't think so. Paul, I want Paul. you right on this. Yeah, right really. on Paul. You're going. No, are you kidding? When we land in Beijing, there's going to be like oh. this division of the People's Liberation Army. Which one of you is Mattingly? <laughs> all the big holding, one. All of them holding PVC pipes, beating, beating me all yeah. the way to the jail. Oh. Talk like me, Mattingly. Why don't you? Punk, 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 I would fly 16 hours if you fall beating me. Take it away, and I just fly right back home. You know what's really bad? You got sweatshops, you got all those places that do abuse kids and stuff, creating all of that stuff for fashion and sports. Now even nerds have their ruthless, nasty, exploitive yeah. thingy. We've come Please so help me! Yeah, really. Talk I'm about a long stream. Way, baby. <laughs> oh, God. I'm not having any fun riding this epic mountain across the Azimov. Please, <laughs> I'm a man stuck in a jail. I don't want to be on this unicorn. <laughs> Please! Please help! No, I don't want a cyber! No, I, I'm sorry, I can't join your guild! They kill me! They kill me! You don't understand? According to the Opinion Research Corporation, who enacted a telephone survey of 1,000 American adults on the general subject of the geek concept, with a margin of error of uh, plus or minus 3.1%, two-thirds, 66%, 
of the respondents aged 18 to 34 think being identified as a geek is a compliment. Yeah! Take that. We took that word back, folks. While only 39% of respondents aged 65 or older agree. Yeah, because they remember when it yeah. meant biting the heads off of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't do anybody any <laughs> That's where it came from. Yes. Geeks bite chickens' heads off in a sideshow carnival of hell. It's true. The cultural shift in the way Americans <laughs> the perceive cultural geeks, shift, the definition of the word, is further evidenced by the findings that 8 out of 10, 82% respondents, feel... It is more acceptable to be a geek today than it was 15 years ago, again. Yes. With the chicken yeah. biting. Duh. How uh, would it ever be acceptable? <laughs> 70-year-old. Hey. Hey, everything comes around, man. Yeah. <laughs> everything comes around. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hey, can you imagine people? Who is doing this polling? Ring, ring. Hello, Mr. 70-year-old guy. Would you like to be called a geek? I'm fighting a fucking war. Oh, my goddamn life. <laughs> Who the hell are you? <laughs> he sounds like Gary Busey over here. <laughs> Get the fuck off my phone. Who the hell are you? I'll kill you. Other interesting findings of the survey include that the target of the word geek is mostly most frequently considered to be extremely intelligent, a good source of advice about technology, and is frequently a person with the latest gadgets. And sharp teeth for chicken biting. <laughs> but if you really want some fodder for your arguments about geeks in the mainstream, note this. 41% of the respondents said they'd rather be a geek than a jock, compared to 22% preferring otherwise. Nerd is apparently still derogative. 87% of self-identified geeks would rather be called a geek than a nerd. And 50% of the respondents still equate geekdom with being socially awkward. Yeah, I'd say so. Yeah, it's a bit true. Walk around with chicken blood on your breath. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little tough to start up a combo. Paul Mattingly truly is a geek. He does like to put the cock in his mouth. Whoa! <laughs> hey! Whoa! Zing, zing, zing! stole that from me. <laughs> you lose, you lose. What can I say? This terrible mayonnaise meringue around my mouth. Ugh. Oh, it's hardening. Don't let him go any further. Hothead Studios is making a new Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy game. Boo. Uh-huh. If you recognize the name Hothead, it's because they made the episodic Penny Arcade games, Yay. as well as Death Spank. Boo. Right. Death Spank was decent. Yay. Takashi Miike. Yay! He's known for many things. The brutal Ichi calmness the of Audition, the brutal insanity of Ichi the Killer, and now the brutal courtroom action Ace, uh, Ace Attorney. Yeah, he's doing the, the Phoenix, Phoenix Wright movie. The uh, live action film is being produced by Nippon Television Network and distributed by Toho Company uh, Company Limited and could be hitting Japanese theaters as early as spring 2012. No Western release has been planned yet. Of course not. That's going to be great. I can't wait. Who? Objection. A real Miles Edgeworth. Oh, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome movie. I know not of what you speak. You don't know some... Well, it's because you play real game systems and not the Nintendo. Let me tell you, the man. (laughs) Great. The Phoenix Wright series is amazing. It's amazing. And the fact that you guys are enjoying L.A. Noir right now, that game is half Phoenix Wright. I'm just telling you that right now. I like Phoenix Wright. I've played on the DS. The mechanics of the mechanics of L.A. LA Noir, half of them are Phoenix Wright mechanics. So there you go. It's courtroom drama, man. Yep. It's fun. It's a great game. 
Uh, speaking with investors and a conference call, Sony Executive Vice President and CTO has confirmed that Sony is actively working on the development of a new platform. According to Eurogamer, Cato... Uh, uh, yeah, Cato confirmed the existence of the new platform when he was asked to account for a significant increase in research and development expenses. Quote, oh! For the home equipment, the PS3 still has a productive life, but this is a platform business. So for the future platform, when we'll be introducing the, what product, I cannot discuss that. But our development work is already underway, so costs are incurred there. He did not provide any other information about how long it has been in development. Maybe they'll name it something, you know... Original, like PS4? PlayStation 4. Maybe. <laughs> I'm just curious. Uh, technologically, there's not a lot more they can do with a game console. I mean... <laughs> a lot more 3D support, maybe. Well, well I mean... That's the argument that the analysts are making right now, is that consoles are coming to an end. It's yeah. Coming, it's starting, like, I know you're not happy about this Commander K, but it's all coming to the cloud. Yeah, it's going there. I know. He's not very happy. Uh, okay, fun hey, come. I'm... I am the first to welcome our new cloud overlord. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what? Oh, hell. Uh, Funcom announced uh, by where's means of a press skin? release. Where, where, where's, the, where's the incision in your head? <laughs> <clears throat> uh, the uh, action uh, MMORPG, uh, that one, Age of Conan, will be going free to play later this summer. What, Sin of Onan? Yep. Yeah. Uh, Age of Conan. <laughs> yeah, Sin of Onan. I want to play the Sin of Onan RPG. <laughs> you play it every night, you <laughs> fucking... <laughs> Get me the mayonnaise. Has anyone here played Age of Conan? I have. Sin I really of Onan? enjoyed it. Yeah? Yeah, I thought it was fun. Why is it then going free to play? Because that is the model that makes money now. Really? Yeah. yeah. Free yeah. to play games are doing the great. Entry. The entry. Yeah, you, it's free to play. You buy all your add-on stuff. Mm -hmm. you know. It's like the Smurfberry game. So is WoW the last big holdout on that? Or are they doing the microtransactions Get, Getting stuff there. Too? Getting there. Huh. Uh, when it I goes free you... to play this summer, the title will be renamed The Age of Conan Unrated. Players will be able to purchase in-game items and content on a microtransaction basis, but Funcom assured users that even players who choose not to make use of these offers will be able to reach maximum level. Why, is there Whoa. a server in a Chinese labor camp? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Not really a barbarian! I'm not having any fun! Oh, Did no. it have the economy that um, a lot of other MMOs have? Yeah, it's got that auction economy. And I'm the a one real thing man that in a I gotta tell you, Star Wars Galaxies had, even though the game was shit, was a great <clears> community. <throat> um, they had a, uh, it's not just the people, the ability to build cities. That's what I'm waiting for in a game again. Do they have city building? Uh, Cities XL, that's what you're looking for. What the hell is that? <laughs> what you just said. Cities XL. Yeah. SimCity, the online MMORPG. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. It's Wait, true, no, it exists. Is that, that sure, one that's coming, that's to, is that one that's coming to Facebook? That Sid Meier's working on a Facebook? No, yeah, Sid. that's a whole different thing. Whole There's going to be thing. a Civ Facebook. Yes, there is. I played, I played Sims online for like a minute. Man... You get on, it's like, all right, what am I going to do? I'm going to work. I'm going to do a repetitive task. Yeah, I don't Great. get that shit. I don't Done. get that shit at all. I played Sims Barry's Mom. It was, it was kind of like... Whoa! Yeah, I'm not everywhere. really Barry's Mom! Oh. I'm a man in a jail! Excellent 90-second game. Help me. <laughs> first half, take it on your pants. <laughs> Provide your own mayonnaise. Provide your own. Oh, she makes her own mayonnaise. Oh! <laughs> Gross! 
That's, that's uh, why. Yeah, that's gross. You know, you that's the, where we've hit the low point, ladies. You got to knock on the door with a can of spam and a, a loaf of white bread to sop it all up. Oh. Fans of Robert Kirkman's popular series, The Walking Dead. Might yes. be happy to hear that uh, Cryptozoic Entertainment is working on an official board game based on the series. Ooh. The game, according to a short description on their official website, will allow players to, quote, take on the role of Rick, Andrea, or one of the other hapless survivors, and scrounge for sweet weapons like a shotgun or crossbow. Keep your eyes open for new allies, but watch your back. When supplies start running low, it's every man for himself. If you can make it back to camp with enough gear to defend yourself and those you still care for, you win. Game is slated for release this September and will cost forty dollars. Who's it put getting put up by? Uh, Cryptozoic. Uh, what else have they done? I'm not sure. Hmm. Uh, we'll give it a day in court. Cinnabone and RPG. Well, let's hope it has like you know a thousand different types of markers and tokens and cards because you know that's what makes a game good. Can it be as good as Zombies? Huh? That's zombies great, is a good game. Zombies is a great game. Zombies is good. I kind of like Last Night on Earth. That's a good one. That's dude. a good one too. Play that. But not when you're playing zombie, because you're, cause you're no fun. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to be the bad guy, damn it. You're always the bad guy. Yeah, really. In every game Fucking we ever play. So ever. Much it's true. So much venom. Oh, my God. Okay. Except for yesterday. Quick story, right? We're all playing Munchkin Zombies yesterday. Excellent Todd game. arrives late and somehow wins. <laughs> Wait, I didn't win. You didn't, didn't win. win. I won. Oh, you taking? But he almost won. He almost won. It was it, it so was hilarious. hilarious. It was hilarious. He was in last place, and somehow this card switched places with the the person the in last player, place. Yeah. It, it comes along, and see, suddenly he's like that, winning you see twice. What there? You see what happened in my head? My mind wrote it down like <laughs> you won because I just hate you. <laughs> <laughs> wow, right. that's crazy. World now, of Warcraft. We've talked um, uh, many things about the legal wranglings behind uh, the copyright ownership of Superman. Sure. Uh, it gets kind of confusing over a while. I, I found this little thing that, that really kind of explains it out and saying that it's going to affect things real soon. This is what's going on. Okay. All right. Man of Steel, directed uh, by Zack Snyder and produced by Christopher Nolan, that is scheduled to come out in December 2012. But less than a year after that, according to Variety, certain rights pertaining to the character will revert back to the families of Superman's original creators, Jerry Siegel and Joe Schuster. Uh, notice I said certain rights. Not everything mm. will belong to Siegel and Schuster's heirs. That's because the way that this has played out legally, everything that the pair invented for Superman before they began working on, for DC Comics will be owned by the families. Everything they came up for the Superman mythology after DC started paying them will still belong to Warner Brothers. As a result, the Siegel and Schuster Estates will own the rights to Superman's costume, as well as his ability to, quote, leap tall buildings in a single bound, unquote. Other iconic aspects, such as his ability to fly, and most of his rose gallery, including uh, Lex Luthor, came into being under the DC Comics umbrella and therefore belonged to the company. Theoretically, starting in 2013, the families and Warner Brothers DC could both proceed with their own Superman movies. What? Huh. It'd be like the Broccolis and the not-Broccolis. However, a Siegel-Schuster movie would essentially be based around elements created in 1938, before they began working for DC, uh, while a Warner Brothers movie would be based on the modern Superman. 
1938 movie could not show Superman flying, while a modern Superman film would not have access to the classic costume. The lawyer for the Seagulls and Schusters, Mark Toberoff, is aggressively pursuing an appeal to establish who owns what, while Warner Brothers DC is suing him, claiming that he has destroyed the relationship between the company and the families. So, (laughs) unless this gets sorted out somehow, Man of Steel could be the last true Superman movie we ever see. Sequels may or may not be able to feature Kal-El in his trademark costume, while a separate set of movies could introduce a costume Superman in 1938, unable to fly, battling whatever criminals Siegel and Schuster created before DC started cutting their paychecks. Screw it. Change the costume. It'll still be Superman. That's That's cool. So, I'd like to see a period 1938 Superman. Well, I mean, they got, just, just just remake the Fleischer cartoons. Beating they were the all... crap out of the Ratsies. Yeah, they were all yes. done with what do you call it? They were all done with Rotoscope anyway. Right. Do it. So this all works for you? Well, I, I, I don't think it'll happen that way. I what think a, they'll figure something out. It's all yep. horrible, but yes. Yeah, they'll figure something out. What I'd like to see would be like the family get slight rights to the character, period, and just... Carry on like that, but I'm not really Superman in this DC online. <laughs> oh I'm a man in jail. Oh. Just establish a, a percentage for the family. And yeah, just, just, just get it done. I mean, the copyright thing is such a fucking. I mean, the 120 years after the author's death or some bullshit. Now. Is that when it becomes? Yeah, that, that they, uh, yes, they got extended. Yes. Yeah. Is that when things become public domain? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and right. that's and ironic. I didn't know this, but I. I mean, I'm a big believer in it's all about the mouse. Yeah, Disney started this yeah, thing. Yeah, but uh, the 120 actually brought us up into um, sync with Europe, which was already 120 years after all. Wow. Oh, okay. We were behind. I'm reading this great so. series right now called Comic Book Comics, and I think they're only going to do six of them total, The, but it's basically a comic book about how comics work in the, as a business sense. Eh. And mm-hmm. I just finished issue five, which is all about legalese in the comic world and copyright and who owns what. And it covers this whole uh, Schuster thing Work real well. a mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, the, the mouse is coming up on 100 years pretty soon. What yeah. happens at 120? I, I mean... I, 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 well, I fully expect D, DC... Uh, DC. Ah, Disney. Disney to be That's pushing... Yeah, lobby, really. Lobby Disney to further. be pushing for something else. Yeah. I mean... They've got an you army know. of lawyers. I'm sure they, yeah. they are, they're not even out. sweating it. Yeah. As opposed yeah, to Cerebus. Uh, what? Dave Sim, no, he declared, he actually put out as an actual document that he's given X years after he and Gerhard die, Cerebus will go public domain. There will not be any, There, no one will have any claim, no one will have anything. Golly, thanks, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Why don't you just kill a character in a mythos entirely with bullshit? Yeah. And then say, oh, you guys can have it. Yeah, I just, just to make sure. <laughs> Here's my old beater. Everybody can read you the can Bible via Aardvark for, for the rest of eternity. <laughs> <We're pretty. laughs> fart noise. Ah, fart. There it is. Oh, we got your dick, we got your ass, we got your fart, folks. And you're, finally, you're during welcome. his tour of Europe, President Obama visited Poland and received a somewhat unusual gift from the country's prime minister. Atenga. A copy of Warsaw based CD Project's latest title, The Excellent Witcher 2 Assassins of Kings. Oh, yeah. And he also got an iPad loaded with Polish movies and uh, some translated novels by Andrzej uh, Sapowski, the author of The, the Witcher. Witcher there was a lot of stuff he did on that trip. Uh, the, the Polish ambassador's uh, daughter was actually getting married. 
You could tell that she was the bride. She was the one with the new tennis shoes. <laughs> Great. That's true. Uh, We're going into Shecky Green territory now. Then, 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 they, then, they, then they took a tour of, of the new Polish Air, Air Force. And you could tell it was the Polish planes because they had the hair under the wings. Uh, and finally, <laughs> finally, oh he God. took them out to see the Polish Navy, which interestingly... Did you know that the Polish Navy, all their entire fleet has been built with glass bottoms? Do you know why? Oh, my God. So they could see the old Polish Navy. That's Send true. your hate mail to the famous Paul at UglyCouchShow.com, wow. uh, folks. Yeah. Well, I was going to briefly talk about the Witcher series, but fuck you, Paul. What? The Witcher? <laughs> no, you, know, you know, go ahead. Sapowski won the very first Gimmel Award based uh, from author David Gimmel, who wrote uh, a whole slew of sword and sorcery novels. Yeah. And um, the award is actually for sword and sorcery specific fantasy. And uh, Spowski actually won the first Gimmel when it was awarded a couple of years ago for the Witcher series. Nice. Which is a series of short stories and now novels that also inspired the, uh, the, the video game. I was going to say, I thought he didn't win for the game. No, no, no he no, won for his stories. Yeah. So yeah. I, I guess I read it's, the first it's a really good mythology, yeah. It's, you yeah. like it? I played the yeah. first game. The first game's great. I've been I've started the second game. Second game is better, although it does not hold your hand if it's your first time with That's it. That's what I've heard. It is it is a the it is controls a, are less than intuitive. It's a, it's a rough learning curve in this game. As but it it's worth be, it cuz being a witcher is rough. But if you're a <laughs> but if There's you're a no fan of, of <laughs> to use the overused word gritty fantasy, yeah. Uh, this is your game. Yeah. This this is one of those fantasy games pulls no punches, but you're rated and uh, puts you stuff. into nasty situations you got to think your way out of, and probably won't have a good outcome no matter what you do. And that stuff is big in Poland. They're like they're Witcher movies, I believe. Yeah, which I think. Oh, that that's right. The Witcher movies are from the Witcher TV series. Which is heavily edited and condensed into a movie form. I remember reading about that. Wow. Yeah. Just like Master Whoops. Ninja. <laughs> Whoops. Anyway. <laughs> well, I'm really glad on our 100th episode we did get a new character. We lost a robot in jail, but we got man in jail. That's a. <laughs> I'm a man in jail. That's what. Uh, that's the big switcheroo. Yeah. Maybe the man in jail is lying, and it's really the robot in jail. It Just was actually me. I was built by oh, the Chinese to gold farm. I put on the accent to get sympathy. That's what I. That's what a rope. Yeah, what are you does. doing? Uh, his hand is dangling between his legs. There, watching. <laughs> using my tonga. Tenga. Tenga. Fail. Fonga. Your mom. My linga. And to all of our fans out there, thank you, thank you so much for following us all this time. We will continue to give you the good stuff, both on the other couch show and Geek Shot. <laughs> Uh, ge- uh, good stuff is how you define it. Yes, uh, good stuff. Give us some of that good. But thank stuff. you for supporting us all this time and listening. Uh, we uh, and, good, uh, good stuff. That's right. And if you I got something to say, write to us. Comments at uglycowshow.com. If you want that man over there, I'm pointing at Paul Mattingly to do uh, impression of your Some favorite. Your good stuff rain down on me. Your, fa- that dang your good favorite stuff celebrity that's certified or fictional character. Then by all means, write to us and write it in. Good stuff. If you baby. want me to just hate Paul, write in. Yeah. <laughs> or or don't write in. It really doesn't, doesn't, doesn't really doesn't matter. Change. It's going to happen. <laughs> but until Geek Shock number 101, I am Master Torgo. Dr. Varg. I'm not really a dwarf. Uh, 80s Jeff. Just Michael. Commander K. Thanks again, folks, for 100 episodes. Hopefully give you 100 more. 
Yay. Yes. Yay. We didn't do the intros at the beginning, did we? No, nobody knows who we're talking. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's right. It's a big assumption. The 100th wow. episode. Yeah. Hilarious. We, know, we, we know, still don't know. You know who we are. That's right. No, but you know what? There are, there are some uh, internet people out there that get real persnickety when people don't do intros at the top of their podcast. That's true. Oh, I'm not going to listen to this. Oh, yeah, exactly. I'm not listening to this crap. Oh, 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 Oh. Ah, yeah, oh. that's right. Jeff enjoys it, and all of a sudden the wrangling is gone. Who talks about ponytail? Paul oh. hears this voice from me because he often frustrates me <laughs> because well, he's stupid. It's true. Well, we've had a, a, a long relationship, Barry and I. We've been aliens, that's brothers in arms. <laughs> A yes. lot of mayonnaise, yes. Shared a lot of mayonnaise. We've shared, we've shared hotel rooms. I, I've taken a meal with Paul way too many times. Have <laughs> yes. I seen him stuff his sarlacc-like mouth <laughs> with all manner of meats it's and true. goo. Burgers learn a whole new definition <laughs> of suffering. suffering. <laughs> They're slowly digesting for a thousand years. I swear to God, sometimes when I drop a BM, I am convinced that that shit's been hanging out for a couple millennia. It's like, where were you hiding? The deep necrotic smell kind of wafting up from the chair. Honestly, I'm like, oh, there are no white castles in this state. (laughs) (laughs) This is from when I was living in Kentucky. That's from a real white castle. It's from the real, that's not the frozen burger. Gluge. You could tell when it was time to leave the back room and go up onto the floor when we worked at Star Trek as he would decloak one. True. Good lord. That was our slang for farting. I go, oh, guys, look out. I'm decloaking one off the Well, you don't want to do that shit in front of the guests. (laughs) Yep, I decloak it. No, you don't want to do it. You don't want to do that shit in front of the guests. Only one time did I ever have, like, kind of a shark kind of thing going on. We were wearing, we had to wear these fucking thongs for a long time they were mandating that we wore thongs oh i looked a damn sumo mess it was awful (laughs) so bad and you have this one little dancer strap up your crack hole and you're like yeesh and god forbid starfleet i know it well thank you things you can't unsee you remember it oh it was so bad well i left a little rules bud in there for you Oh, that's nice. Yeah, but you could get away with it as a Klingon because uh, humans think Klingons smell anyway. That's right. So. Be like, ignore the scent of gravy and bacon. It is only my olfactory gland putting out a scent to attract a mate. Olfactory gland. Olfactory you, you, you put smell out your nose? Yes. <laughs> wow. The Klingon nose creates smell. That is how strong it is. Oh, I've got gas. <laughs> I also don't know anatomy. <laughs> what? I have no knowledge of the human nose. Klingons have a stink gland in their nose. And actually two of them because they got two of uh, everything. Yes, we have redundant organ systems. Not two of everything. We have four hearts. No, no we only what? have one heart. <laughs> one heart. One heart, but it has eight chambers. We have four lungs, four kidneys. No dick. No dick, but eight balls. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> the Klingon genitalia is all ball. That is why our mating is so virile and vigorous, as <laughs> we are desperate to shove our balls inside of the female. But without a protruding cock-like thing, it's hard to do. I can imagine. <laughs> so the, females, to do attachment. the females. You guys, instead of the tenga, what is it? Like the tenga? <laughs> it's, no, it's called, it's a knife. <laughs> Thank you folks for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Where do you put the knife? The flesh knife. The flesh knife. It's what? sharp. Ow! Ow! What are you doing in there, young Klingon? I'm combing my hair. Ow! 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 I'm still combing my hair. Ow! The sin of Onok. The sin of Onok! <laughs> the sin what? of Onok, the pain stick! <laughs> Son, it's time you became a man. Here's your pain stick. Ow! Ow! My eight balls are in extreme pain, father. Is this, is how, is this how love is? Is this like this? This is sex. <laughs> is this a sequel to the Lustful Tiger Man of the Moonswamp? It is sex. <laughs> he is a board. All eight of his balls have been stabbed. Three, four, we can count to a hundred.